0: The ankle has
1: landed. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers.
2: Welcome back to another episode of American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt.
0: And I'm Jesse, and today we're joined by our guest 11, musician, author, podcaster, filmmaker, and that freestyle guy. Thanks for coming on the show, dude.
1: My pleasure. Good to be here and hang out and chat with you guys. Hell yeah, man. We're fucking glad to have you. This is going to be a blast.
0: Been a hoot and holler Mm -hmm. so far, so I'm looking forward to this conversation. (laughs) A hoot and
2: holler in good time. Dude, that's an (laughs) understatement.
0: (laughs) So uh, why don't you give our audience like uh, an idea? I know we gave you a a bunch of your accolades there, but give them an idea of uh, what you do.
1: I'm uh, that freestyle guy. So I have a special actually coming out this year that really puts together all of what I do into one piece. It's like a multimedia masterpiece. It's 11th, not for Netflix, Netflix special, where we, we recorded me improvising with a live band, so I would take, as I think we'll get into later, I'll take elements from an audience or or from a source and then create a song in it and around it and about that thing. And what separates my show from just the party trick of freestyle rapping, which like respect Harry Mack, like love it, like expanding the culture, you know, like there's a lot yeah. of easy ways to just set yourself up for punchline bars. but. I'd like to do the process of songwriting, actually. So the emotional centerpiece around this thing, not just things that sound like it or rhyme with it. So I have a unique freestyle thing that I turned into a show and then shot a movie around that because I'm also a filmmaker. I started there. We just touched on the fact that I used to do a stand-up comedy. I've done you know shows at the comedy store. and And it's been a fun journey around all the places of entertainment. So I just collected the crafts I like. The people I like along the way, and now make dope content with that.
0: <laughs> it's amazing, and and the, the work ethic behind uh, what you're doing. I mean, there, at one point, if I'm not mistaken, you put out a music up a music video every day for a full year.
1: Yeah, a properly shot and mixed like song with a music video uh, every day for an entire year. Because Gary Vee was like, you know, somebody's gonna do this one day, and we're like, yeah, us. And it was a video team here from Toronto and we did it and Gary, we was told about it a couple of times and known about it, but I don't think it proved the virality that his guruism uh, stated it would. So we kind of actually fucked his theory by doing it, (laughs) but we, we gained so much in other ways. Like, like, I mean, just the fact that it's something neat to talk about, (laughs) but also the collaborations that happened that year, huge. Uh, how much better of a mixer I got songwriter and I I started Mm -hmm. writing for the people and stuff. So yeah, that was one of my crazy wild wacky projects.
0: That's like a fucking music boot camp.
1: Yeah.
2: And man, I wanted to say the the quality was impressive. I would, you know, with 365, you're thinking like this guy's cramming them out. It's probably going to be quality here and there, you know, dude, the cuts are perfect. The fucking music is great. Like, yeah. Dude, everything Blast. is just quality. So I mean, thank you, man. so much to you, sir. Thank you so much. You.
1: I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. I had a lot of people help me, so I have to not take all that credit myself. But I will accept that love and I'll spread it around. And when those conversations happen, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Man. Let your people Blast. know. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna call them right after this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so do you mainly work out of uh, out out of like the area that you grew up and stuff, or?
1: so i grew up in vancouver downtown city kid and uh then i moved to la when i was 20 and did the stand-up thing and then i uh, moved back to canada and then shortly after took me to toronto mm. so i've actually been in toronto my whole like adulthood okay like you know 22 mm. You know, uh wow, that's interesting when I moved here and I was twenty two. Now uh my wife Winnie, the co host of the discipline Owners, she uh is a general manager as well of a cannabis retail store called nineteen twenty two. So twenty two is a fun number for us. So I just realized yeah, that yeah. so but but I rep Toronto. I wreck Toronto. Mm. That's that's what I'm repping.
0: And that's where most of the production that you've done has taken place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Los Angeles, actually, I do like uh, an abundance of songwriting. So I usually spend the first quarter of every year in Los Angeles working with like dope people like D sharp I usually stay with my bro, Matthew Santoro, who lives back in Toronto now, and uh, Ali Fitz. And just like write with like dope, I get hooked up with artists. Um, Like my song Breathe has this great artist named Sammy Plotz that a publishing company reached out to me. And just to connect me with artists and stuff, so it's been a cool. I just go there and I songwrite, like you said. Actually, like the 2018 thing was kind of like, or the song a day thing is like a boot camp. So now I like apply those things in production sessions with these super talented, cool people, and then we just drop tracks. and And last year was the best year I ever had on Spotify, and finally, kind of positioned my catalog the way that I wanted it, and, and felt that what my new sound is. and Now I'm sitting on big songs that are in the works of getting distribution deals like for themselves. You know what I mean? That's amazing. Yeah. So it's been quite the journey to learn this business. (laughs) And is it
0: different? Is it different having made that transition from doing comedy to doing music? Do you see any like similarities between the two or is it a whole new world?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, they both exist in a gig economy. So you got to get good at like hustling kind of gigs out for yourself and finding opportunities and like leveraging the times where you can contribute. Like, you know, like just if you can write for someone who's like, you know, so much bigger than you or has something to offer at that moment, like learning to exchange value where you can. And like being same shit with the comedian life like getting up as a musician is the same as getting up as a stand-up In in terms of like mindset for how to approach like expanding your your like solo career i feel at first it's
0: very self experience. self-motivating you have to you have
1: to be to kind of you have like to almost be nuts you're fucking <laughs> nuts like well, nuts like, about it yeah at least yeah, yeah like but like to think that you can even do business handle invoices Like, know your market (laughs) worth. Like, I got my, you know, like my, I got my marketplace fit, you know, how like any business will get like an evaluation is like, what's the marketplace fit? Like a can of Coke, what are people going to buy a can of Coke for? Like, what's the going rate? Like, that's how we just like discuss value as a, as a conscious species right now. I went out to the street, like after doing like professional big shows, getting booked privately, all that, I was like, fuck convincing a client based on their budget i want to get a pulse on what i'm worth so i went out and i rapped and freestyled on the fucking street in the popular streets of toronto outside the blue jay stadium and i would make about between 300 and 500 bucks a day wow and i would go out yeah and, and i know i was surprised <laughs> myself yeah. i was yeah. surprised i was like expecting like 50 bucks maybe because i'm good and i'm cocky like i know <laughs> most people i'm making 2030 i'm like
0: well, and you Boom, think I'm most getting... people are just throwing change here and there to, you know, whenever you see like not street performers. Not when you're me. <laughs> yeah, when you I guess not. Fucking, no, you're when projecting... you
1: get exciting shit. So what I did is I, I dropped the ego about like needing a stage or needing my name on a billboard, which I had had. I did all the things like mod club, like opera house, like all the big places. You know, I shoot for the top of the comedy store story. story. <laughs> uh, and I did it. And I was like, you know, I have some heroes in this scene. Like, shout out Casey Roberts. I call him a legend. He's not comfortable with it from Toronto. Great, like, musician kind of legend and and kind of a hero of musicians. But I'm like, but they're not, like, popping. They're not even necessarily full-time just musicians. And I'm Mm. like, what's the fucking catch? Like, what's what's here? So I knew I had more to discover. So I just pulled myself through the mud and ended up making a bunch of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, dude. Well, that, that's good <laughs>
0: and again speaks kind of to to your work ethic i think you're kind of yeah. going out there and grinding for it when you can't yeah. get it elsewhere um
1: well you know and i seen like i know like daniel caesar from like the scene and stuff and i seen it happen for him and like jp Sachs, and like they they're like special unique kids who like were paid interest by people of like an authoritative position in the music industry, like labels or A&Rs. And they could, they were looking for talent that was easy to work with. I'm like on the artistic scale, not easy to work with. So it's like, I'm going to have to go and figure more stuff out. Like I might just have less partners up front and I'm just going to have to have some fucking balls like, <laughs> to, to fail <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Well, yeah, and being able to recognize,
2: done. yeah, failing and turning that around, you have that like obviously, dude. Like you you, just, like, you realize like the story is not on like this podcast, but like you gave us such an amazing like story about like how you like you realized in the moment like okay, comedy not my thing, but music is, and like the retrospect of like understanding that you saw the talent from like these <sighs> that were like just diehard psycho, and like realizing like hey, you know. I could fail here. Like you realized before you were gonna fail. You fucking just
1: pieced out. So you fucking oh, yeah. nailed that one, bro. That was nice to hear that reflection on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's all what I was thinking about, about when you were telling
2: us that I really wish that was on this podcast. Like, I don't
0: man. yeah, I don't well, know I can... if we recorded that for a uh for a Patreon bonus, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't go. know if we're rolling yes. on that, you know. But yeah. I hope
1: you were. I can reiterate it briefly is the yeah, fact yeah. that I was doing I was doing the circuit in L.A. as a stand up comedian. And I overlapped many times with Chris Delia. And he's not only so good, like so funny, like I was getting the respect of the last of the crowd, like in kind of these like open mic showcase nights that you could do as a comedian getting on he was just like kind of a badass of them. And I was like a new kid at school, but we would both be me, him, and usually like one or two other guys would be like the staples that you knew were going to do good. So the guy who was actually booking the show would start to put us at the like strong points and let the Mm -hmm. weaker guys go in the middle. Because sometimes to pack a rum, this was in 2010, you'd have to get a lot of comedians like just to get to bring their fucking friends. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like that's the way that that worked for a while, that gig economy and uh and i'd see Christelia uh or christelia fuck oh, everybody Jesus. does that it's okay you know <laughs> everyone does it even hey, like literally until he, he comes on our me,
0: show to rebut like, the way you're saying his last name we're yeah. not gonna <laughs>
1: fuck him well maybe he will he's uh, got so much we'll to see. worry about right now honestly no, he's anyway. a funny yeah, no, pretty, I yeah exactly i would say he'd be like fuck no, i have my own this uh, layer <laughs> but no i would see like him like he was not only good in getting, getting the love, but he loved, he was comfortable. He yeah. was like comfortable there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this still, this felt like, like I was stressed a bit about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's just cause I was newer, but like ultimately when I switched to music and I was on stage with like a band behind me, I was I was just like home. Like I was that like, so there. yeah. that, that With yeah. standup, I always felt like I had to like, make a move to outsmart them but with music i was like i don't need us like i'm not outsmarting you like dudes. this this yeah. is like we're we're here like this is value i don't yeah. need to trick you this is serious value
2: <laughs> yeah man that contrast, yeah like and exactly i mean i feel like you're the psychopath about music that you crystalia was about comedy dude you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's what i'm saying here it's just you 365 yeah.
1: bro get out of here who else has yeah, done it wild. nobody nobody not like that and well, also the crazy there's a crazier story of the busking tour i was i was just like gonna that. bring
0: that up not you <laughs> not even bust in canada but all around the world it sounds like
1: no and actually i was booked around the world high class first class indonesia five city tour uh Ooh. all like the, all the and and jamaica like fully fully damn resort it like full stage dj like like that was a those were proper proper events after Mm. i had done this so this was as i was mentioning when i stripped myself down of all the band stuff and all the kind of hoopla being like you know a musician once i went through that uh, i came through the city of toronto and just met so many beautiful musicians and played with many many people that was dope but then I moved on into busking and I started to make actually the most money I ever had in my life up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, There's a and,
0: lot less uh, hands you know, getting a cut in that, you know, when it's just you.
1: Exactly, right. It was uh, me and just a speaker. And uh, so I decided to crash. So I crowdfunded front of my first album and I did that release and I printed CDs in 2014. And, and in, I guess this was 2015 I crowdfunded this tour to go across America. So I did playlist live with my buddy Spandy Andy in Washington, D.C. So I took a bus from church. So I crowdfunded this tour and it was to perform and go on tour across America by any means necessary, pretty much to do my like busking, to set up and busk in all these different cities. Okay. And my my after the festival in Washington, D.C., My ride bailed on me. That's a whole other story. Don't want to get into it. I had my dad sent money to buy a car. He drove it across Canada, got robbed halfway across Canada. Oh, no. Crazy shit, dude. Like, crazy shit. And... And I was over here in Washington D.C. after this like five star festival, taking care of me, open bar all night, crazy famous influencer parties and stuff. And then I was literally eating cold cuts in the fucking park, like <laughs> having to go at the fucking hostel that night because I wasn't sure who my ride was. and uh, that top, to Ooh, top to 24 bottom, top to bottom, twenty four hours. And, Damn, dude, it was Oof, nuts. Turnover. Like, so, yeah, and then so I I, I ended up finding you trying to set up so I had bought this amp in New York did a show or two in New York uh, performed at Union Square in New York and so I'm like fuck it let me just bus in Washington DC uh, and then I ended up randomly meeting a fucking scooter store like it manifested U scoot street and I rented one for the day and then I ended up offering him to give me a cheap price on one to buy if I'll perform outside of his store for two hours and he okay. took the deal Nice. Oh, okay. so I something that did, and then um, I fucking drove that scooter across four states south.
2: Holy wow. fuck, that's wild. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <man. clears
0: throat> so you ended up in uh, Florida? It sounds like that, or Georgia?
1: Uh, Carolina, North Carolina, Carolina. Carolina? Yeah, all right, yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So obviously, I, my DC. geography needs some work. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, so North Carolina in a fucking thunder rainstorm. And my friends Laura and Ryan, um, who are friends of my wife's here from Ontario, uh, picked me up, and uh, I stayed with them. And then she loaned me her car. So then I went down. Just I made it all the way down to South Carolina the next day and bused on King Street. Uh, I don't know if you know, like Ooh. South Carolina, or oh, sorry, in South Carolina, there's this town called Charleston. Oh yeah, yeah, Charleston. And there's like this yeah. th- this King Street, and there's like a lot of rich people here. And like, like white people, like, <laughs> like, it was like families, like, key, oh, yeah. like, southern white families, and, and, uh,
0: bless your heart, people.
1: Bless your heart, people. Oh, your heart, people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They say that. Yeah. And, and I, I, I made such a big crowd that they'd never seen before that, like, they, they brought cops to, like, stand beside me. And it was like <clears throat> about one first show was like 50 people, eye level, then it was a 100, then it was like, almost like 150 and King Street there really really packs up so everyone starts to circle around and when i'm doing the freestyle thing and people are almost jumping in the hot seat to like get roasted and then jump <laughs> out and like that energy is just so special and i'm just that's there awesome. like just like talking about them wow. and making gestures and hitting on wives and hitting on husbands and it's just shit is hilarious
0: <laughs> oh, well and awesome, like dude. the I, i'm thinking of the memory like as someone who would walk yeah. by something like that and stick around and see that show it's like you're you're sticking in people's heads when you do that kind of stuff
1: bro i get messages from people on instagram still that say like oh i remember you freestyling in the subway in toronto at me when i was drunk and i was you know i was feeling sad and you really cheered me up i was like what the fuck like they fell in love with the city more like i became a part of a memory you're right like of someone's journey And yeah yeah. that's the shit i look for that's like almost that's the money for me you know like whereas money makes itself uh, like eventually I, i believe when you're in a position of value but like those things to know that that's like that resonates as the value for me yeah
0: and and it's crazy that you were taking those talents just around to these different places that wouldn't have ever experienced Mm -hmm. that you know it's like a special moment in time where all the planets sort of align for people that's what yeah. I'm thinking It's
2: like what's a typical performer in Charleston, especially like, you know, if they have any street performers, like it's definitely not gonna be anything of that element.
0: Oh no, now we're gonna Eat. get a bunch of hate from Charleston. All right, <laughs> no, calm but, down. I know, wasn't saying they were sitting there <laughs> playing their banjos on their porches or anything, but calm. No.
1: Yeah. Oh really good guitar players. I feel like all throughout the South, i ended I ended up making it to Dallas uh the next year and mm. fuck there's some like just soul, like obviously yeah. throughout the South, there were some kids in, in Greenville. I met some people in Greenville who like took me for dinner after my set, like, um, like Georgia, I think Greenville. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And so then that lady invited me to her house for dinner, like, like the next day or something like that. Like it was like, people are just so sweet. It was, wow. it was truly amazing. Yeah. I, it, it obviously puts you in like a a weird melancholy state about what the world is looking like currently, because Mm -hmm. it's like, will it ever be like that again? I don't know. I'm just really grateful that I got to experience it when it was like possible. You're, you know, like you just said, it was, it was like everything aligned to like give, give us this experience. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Well, it's good to appreciate that kind of stuff. And I mean, I I think in the future we'll definitely get back to, you know those those so. sweet interpersonal uh, types of yeah, memories geez. being made and stuff. Yeah, you, you're going to be able to you know go. Around we just and- got to
1: create avatars in the blockchain that we can scan <laughs> and know if this person has any uh, medical vices or not. Yeah, that's, that's eventually when c- technology catches up to its intention. I think right now to help or,
0: us. or just go full VR and we'll all just log into <laughs> some sort Dude, of matrix. Sucks. You know, we're just hanging out now. Yeah, I
1: it's mean, not we're, far we're not,
0: off. we're only a few steps removed. That's very yeah. true.
2: Yeah, we yeah. are in three very different spots, too. Except,
0: so. except I would look like fucking Rambo if that were the case. Fuck
2: yes, dude. <laughs> Bro, dude I'd be looking look like, like your body, dude, honestly, you, right now. I'd be yeah, like damn. wearing the same, dude, the same
1: like G-string and everything, dude. <laughs> yo, Anthony, yo, one of the bros on here says if this was a VR world where we could choose our own avatar, he would choose to look like your body. Exactly. (laughs) check that out on a phone he has to be wearing the
2: same getup he's wearing though that otherwise it's like no no deal oh
1: for sure so in my special i i I shake it in the (laughs) thong too it seems to be fucking hot culture around here yeah i'm just saying yeah you got
0: you got to attract the uh the other gender somehow to your videos you know give give them that eye candy dude swing a little something Talk. you
1: know what i'm saying sex appeal <laughs> any and all genders including non-binary you know i want all the people oh dude who receive hell yeah. beauty to just like love a good bald shake because it's hey, positioned classily
0: a like is a like a follow is a follow right i mean yes
1: <laughs> love is love baby yes. <laughs> that's
0: why they made it a heart <laughs>
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah, for sure
2: these are our conversations at the back of a
0: bar. These are the things that we often leave unsaid. These are the Lost Signals we put out into the ether. With discussions on video games,
2: movies, literature, philosophy, philosophy and more,
0: The Lost Signals is a podcast platform for interesting analysis of pop culture at large. Founders Scott Thurlow, Stephen Hermosi, Jonathan Ian Manzer, Chris Morgan, I
2: produced a steady stream of content since March 2015 to bring our unique views and
0: ideas to our audience. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories.
2: A couple months ago, I ordered my D01 Dapper Pen Wallet and their patented D-Tex, which is amazing. The d that they've created is a material that is scratch-proof, water-resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference.
0: Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. Slacker approved. One one thing I definitely wanted to touch on was um, your podcast. It's it's called Disciplined Soners. And yeah. now I'm interested, what, what is your relationship with cannabis? Um, if, if you, if you named your, <laughs> your podcast that I want to, I want to know where it came from.
1: That's a beautiful question. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I've had such a, a, a vivid experience with cannabis. Me and Winnie were just talking about this last night, how she's gotten to see how much cannabis has affected grounding me, helping focus and giving me a lot more inner peace than like I ever had naturally. Um in the days where I was saying I was doing stand-up comedy and then I had, you know, I, I did end up having those self-awareness moments um, despite not meditating it or anything. Uh, but smoking cannabis on a regular basis, <clears throat> regular basis really helps me find a perspective that has a lot more fuck it in it which leads to a lot more allowing good things to happen and not flipping out when circumstances are going your way. Mm -hmm. So it's just allowed me to dial back. I'm a bit of an aggressive Italian guy, you know, just like, it's funny. I have a lot of energy and that could go either way. (laughs) You know,
2: I think we can both agree with you here. We both have (laughs) learned a lot of ways with aggression and cannabis, finding cannabis through the years has calmed both me and him down. I can like vouch for him as we grew up together like especially the the fuck it
0: mentality and being able to sort of let go I I can be type a you know here and Mm -hmm. there Um, when it comes to you know being being in control of whatever it is happening around and letting go smart
1: people kind of are
0: Mm-hmm. Like well, you know, like if you hey, got a, if you got I, a a the, I got that thing, compliment. I'll take it. You know, I'm just saying,
1: like that's it's a problem that smart people got to deal with. <clears throat> kind of wanting to be in control. At least I think it's mm. a good piece of identity if you consider yourself smart and you want to contribute and be in control. But exactly as we say, it's better to all go together and like just like lay back for a minute. Let's let this happen. Let's watch all the angles and let's just proceed with flow as opposed to like trying to force or yeah urge yep. in anything yeah
0: now does is the name reflective of that stereotype right. that you hear all the time or well i guess less so exactly recently, um about you know the lazy stoner the the pothead who's melting into the couch
1: well you you line me up perfectly for it i'm sure like winnie win nailed that uh answer in terms of saying yeah that is our intention sorry to get back to the, the title that is our intention to break that stigma of just because you're a stoner like you have to be a dirtbag like Mm-mm, i have three different types of colognes that are all high-end and i frequent that i change them through the day it's like what the fuck are you talking about like your <laughs> expectations shouldn't say and none of them are patchouli None of them, <laughs> not one. <laughs> My nighttime incenses, though. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, oh, Nag Champa, no. Dragon's Blood, Julie. Nag so
0: Champa, Blood. I can get, I can do with that.
1: That's the, the ultimate Champa, dude. Remember
0: finding that Nata
2: Nata when Nata you were chomps? younger? You're like, oh, dude, this is life, bro. I smoke
1: weed.
2: it's. <laughs> Gold.
1: There, there's but that exactly so that frequency that's like a earthy grounded very connected with the earth space mm-hmm. and it's the balance of taking time to do that and be that for yourself and then mm-hmm. getting back to the bright exciting parts so it's like you're painting an even canvas of like red yellow blues you're just like kind of finding some balance and the yeah. uh, cannabis is like could go either way like i had a sativa earlier i might as well i had four coffees and three lines of cocaine yup. like that shit <laughs> was, <laughs> You know, and now I'm back to my sunset Sherbert here and I'm just like, you know, little Indica or a little a hybrid. Chat. Yeah. That's a Indica dominant hybrid, I believe. Yes, but fair, the sunset yeah. always hits me like a groovy fucking Yeah, that push. way it doesn't
2: put you to sleep. Full indica might put you down. You know, you oh, gotta yeah. be careful. Some indicas are so strong. Oh my god.
1: I had some Ooh. high octane OG uh last week and like like it's almost like it's out. Like <laughs> yeah. you're just like you're like, hey man, I'm high I'm watching a- <laughs> it's like gone, like so funny. Yep. Fuck yeah. But uh, yeah, Discipline Stoners has been a really great thing for me and Wynn to document our evolution with. That's like ultimately what the tool is. We love it if you chime in um, or if you tune in and listen, but ultimately we are like documenting what we understand about mindfulness uh, at this time. And cannabis is our friend in that journey. So, you know, we pay her the respect to talk about it. Uh, we talk about our strains. We talk about some cannabis news. Like I said, she's the GM of a retail space here in Toronto, 1922. And, uh, yeah, so it's like, it's, it's super fun. It has many lenses to it because I'm a very wild artist entrepreneur. And she's a very like safe, conservative, sweet person, but we're both like stoners. We're both disciplined. <laughs> and we both really just like want to spread this mindful message. So it always comes around back to that. And we just like good conversations, man. And we just want to break those stigmas of like exploring and like letting people, you know, become deeper versions of themselves.
0: Mm-hmm
2: yeah it's important today man When the painted picture that we've been led to believe especially in our generation i feel like is like there's a certain path for life and like it's bullshit like you can do what you want to do like that's totally achievable but you just got to be dedicated such as yourself man
1: that's yeah for sure it takes a lot sometimes to leave your old beliefs though you know when they cycle around your head and and then you you realize you're in control of those things like those little voices in your head and and uh, yeah, it's a whole self self awareness journey, I believe. Any unfolding success has to be because your circumstances mm-hmm. constantly change around you, and you're just like, well, I'm causing this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, and especially if you find yourself like you you give your you give yourself the chance to find yourself and really be yourself like that, like you're gonna find success, like it's inevitable if you do. But a lot of people don't do that, man. They don't. They live these fucking fake lives, like, and just do shit they hate and. <coughs> that's their routine bro and it's it, kind of sad it can get you some money it can you know oh, it can definitely it get you can. money but dude it's you not know, good, but that's where the money like money and happiness and comes from because it's like <coughs> that's the nine to five money to happiness doesn't work That's no transition. i
1: mean even even the rich baller happiness d- money well, doesn't work because yeah. like i was staying with my buddy matthew Santoro, and he's very open about this and he publicly thanks me for introducing him to uh meditation and i'm so grateful to have been part of that journey because it was on the back of him being kind and allowing me to stay in his fucking 10k a month penthouse hollywood apartment with him like i really got a taste of like success in hollywood exactly the way i would envision it and it was almost like it just came through this experience of me having a solid intention for like this new friend of being like yo like i think that like look i'm not i'm not currently financially rich like you but i i think i feel lighter in my heart yeah (laughs) and then so we we've been on this mindful journey affecting each other back and forth because he's very fact-based and orientated and he likes to do a lot of literature and he's going to start to work with the alan watts foundation and he really gets involved in things like that uh third dimensionally i would call it and i'm very like esoteric and up here so i've had a couple relationships that are like you know uh bending reality in in what i'm observing in my experience like all due to just holding steady on kind of being a fucking real ass version of yourself like as soon as you start to feel yourself out of alignment be like no i'm not doing that like that's why i can't have a job like i can't go to a job like i get clients i get clients like i work with people like You know, people ask me to do videos like this all the time. (laughs) Like, this is like a thing I I do, like one of my things, gigs kind of, but like, um, it's all, it all has to do with what feels right, as opposed to like trying to like nail down an agenda of like, you know, like I want to make this much uh, and it's like, like I don't know if, I don't know if I'm on track to allow it in that way. Like dude, what happened yeah. with busking was the best example of that. I, I had no expectation. I just wanted to fucking spread some vibes. And then it was like, okay, I'll do this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Sometimes it, that
2: but, grind will grind you down, dude. Your your mentality, man. You might just fucking end up fucking two beat at the end of that. You know? I you know, it's not, it's not worth it. That.
1: It's not, it's worth, not, not it, worth it. I
2: see dudes that work these fucking 14 hour, 16 hour days, like, and they're like, they make money, but, dude, they're not going to have time to spend that money, and they're not fucking happy. You
1: and it only, it only solves your problems for a very short period of time, I yeah. feel. Like, even moments where I've used money to, like, solve my problems or feel better. Yeah. It's like, well, cool, that was, a, that was a good hour. Mm. <laughs> <Like But> spend <laughs> like, that 16 you know, hours like, doing
2: something you love to do? Dude, how are you going to feel yeah. at the end of that day, you know, compared to yeah. the fucking doing something you hate? Just to get the dollar, Re- you know?
1: Regardless of the result. Yeah. Like and I think the result start, starts. From... Yeah, the result starts to change, I think, based on how you feel about the work. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. That's all that like, matters, dude.
0: I feel like there's a lot of people though who are trapped, sort of. Like they haven't thought mm-hmm. about that sort of uh like approaching life in that way. And now they're looking at, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in a mortgage. They got three yeah. kids who are expecting to go to Ivy League fucking schools, oh, and man. and they got like three fucking cars trap, to pay bro. off, you know. And the, they're like, the American oh, trap. Oh shit! What what do I do now? Like, I mean, there there's got to be a way to even mm. like just approach mindfulness if you can't
2: get go, out of that. Pattern.
0: Go live in the fucking woods, you know? Yeah, get out <laughs> like, of that full pattern. Like yeah, I want yeah. to some days when it's super stressful.
2: <laughs> Obviously, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, But yeah. it's important to even like I would say for those people, like you got to spend time doing something for yourself right just if it's an hour a day do something for yourself you know do a passion hobby like fucking podcasts and music fucking media video photography something like you know
1: fucking rc cars whatever it is like that drives you nuts
0: yeah 11 would you say that kind of falls under mindfulness
1: for sure yeah making those commitments to yourself like you can think about like um, you know, it, it might change you know your cycle. It might not change your cycle doing something creative for yourself. But I'll tell you, it definitely won't change your cycle if you don't try like anything at all. If you're yeah. not liking the results in the situation you're at, like you got to start taking shots yeah, just keep and, like, doing not being the same thing. Fail stuck in like different real,
0: results yeah
1: you know and like you can get caught in this weird regretful pattern of thinking like i haven't started i know a lot of people feel that way about fitness or me about fucking bitcoin because my buddy spending it and he told me about it <laughs> same dude this
2: dickhead's ago, always man. fucking telling me
1: about you know i'm, I'm like feel dude regretful. fuck you like
2: people are telling me it's too late he's like but, do it do it
1: but here's fucking this Emperor exactly and I, i'm waiting on three different accounts <laughs> so i can buy bitcoin and they're all awake oh because there's a fluctuation right now for the dodge uh, thing anyway. Yep, yep. but uh it's like um fucking when's when's the best time to plant a tree 30 years ago second best time (laughs) right now
0: yeah you know like that's
1: just like get up and Mm -hmm. plant the seed like and whatever tools you have to do like me and winnie have been slowly stepping into like understanding stocks and uh we wanted to really just go and just buy some shit when we thought it was hot because especially uh we have a Mm -hmm. friend who's who's you know big boy in the financial game who Mm -hmm. gave us some great counseling advice and we want to make moves but we've gone just slowly stepping into it understanding and talking more about it realizing this is a completely like new set of tools and like a new space and even changing our perspective on what money is coming Mm -hmm. from like middle lower class that we've never made money work for us like it's not a thing it's like you get money and you just you use it and then you Mm -hmm. get more but it's like with it art of like storing money in stocks kind of is like protecting you from inflation and like all these benefits that you got to change your perspective of like this will increase if you put it over here and but you, you know then you can't use it and just like the different perspectives that you need to just do new shit there's going to be growing pains but you got to just like start almost like searching for the pain that's what i started doing it was stupid it was kind of stupid in the moment but it's like no 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 i know that there's like better shit in the mud here it's like finally mm. doing your taxes it's like fine let's do this <laughs> yep. don't,
0: don't oh, tell yeah. me about that i got this stuff uh, right here looking at me in the face
2: oh <laughs> uh, yeah <Me laughs> you know, my
1: taxes but then you, you know me too bro. i haven't done mine in six years but whatever that's the limit i said i'd wait to the limit i fucking told you know h&r block i just get them to do it i go in i bite the bullet i'm paying them and just like take care of myself dude yep. Yep. like I'm I mean that's the hardest.
0: It's the hardest part <laughs> like, <laughs> is sometimes you know getting that that first go. We see it with podcasting all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. We went we went to a, a convention and that there was like a an entire seminar on just starting your show. And and I remember yeah. they they asked like how many people haven't are like are planning a show but haven't started yet. And it's <laughs> like everyone puts their hands up and then except for like, us. Yeah. yeah except for us we're like huh oh shit like everyone's just planning for fucking ever <laughs> yeah
2: that, they're like you don't fucking were... do it launch it right now like mm-hmm. that's the
1: message they said too mm-hmm. which yeah don't uh, like don't plan like just launch it just fucking no. do it do it i like, agree the simple fucking
2: nike saying like just do it it's so simple but it means so much in life like you're unhappy yeah. do it like do whatever it is It's gonna make you happy. Like, I think find, Shia LaBeouf so
0: actually got the copyright to that. Slogan. He might have
1: fought him for it. He was pretty aggressive in that video. <laughs> he was. <laughs> He nailed it though. He's cool, man. He's a crazy. He's a crazy dude. He's, a, he's cool. He's he's cool. He's in trouble too.
0: <laughs> well, as a as a filmmaker, he he's been doing some interesting stuff.
2: I love him as an actor. He's a tormented artist, first yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. You know, sure. like which That's leads to like up. the craziest content. You know, I mean, that guy's been through the ringer from his upbringing Seriously. to now,
1: you know. He put but. his shit in a story like that, like he gave himself an eight mile and he got to play. Honey boy? hell yeah. Yeah, he his got father. to play yeah. the the devil almost. So like, how wild him, is like that? A-
2: Honey boy, he plays his father who caused like a lot of his torment growing up as a child actor. And <laughs> exactly. it was just such a wild fucking story. Great yeah. movie. Yeah, if anybody hasn't listening, hasn't seen that, definitely check that out. Yeah, so just, out just do
0: it.
1: Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> and someone should use that as a slug on. So, I think they did. <laughs> what,
0: what can we expect from you uh, in the coming year? Well, I know it's, it's it's kind of unexpected what's been going on with the pandemic, quarantine, everything shutting down, but uh, do you have any plans?
1: Well, i supposed to be in Jamaica on this show next month, but now that's all been pushed till next year. So, it looks like all the shows are chilling. Mm. It looks like everything is kind of locking into this live stream economy. There's a lot going on. There's NFTs. I'm dropping NFTs. I'm getting into that, uh, which is like an an IPO for uh, artistic projects uh, in crypto. It's like exclusively Ethereum right now. Oh, wow. So I'm over on like Mintable, OpenSea, dropping fucking crypto shops selling beats on the crypto market so I'm checking that out as well as exclusive beats like I've had some songs kind of blow up that I've since like taken down and then I'll like allow those instrumentals to be sold for ownership because this is digital ownership Um, you know it's kind of like rights if you will like because I've sold equity to songs before Uh, fuck I don't want to talk about my taxes and this in the same episode (laughs) Uh, anyway uh, but I'm saying what really I got coming down the pipeline in a super exciting way is my special dude. We've worked on this film, this feature film multimedia masterpiece for three years. I shot it improvised live special at, um, uh, Love Child Social here, which used to be the Hoxton, uh, which is like kind of a, a dope, legendary venue space in downtown Toronto. And when I first moved here, I remember going past it and it was it was packed. I was like, "Wow!" Like one day, if I could do a show like that, i like, that shot my fucking special there, you know, Damn, like dude. like five five camera angles. So we cut this live special of all these improvised songs." and i was like this is really dope but it, it needs to be more and since for the the music video crew who did the world record for for 365 songs in a year so we got to do individual music videos about these improvised songs so me and the band are freestyling so everything's coming up so we had to be so imaginative with like how to bring this to life <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> and and it, i wrote a screenplay around it and it's loosely based on I, my dad was a bartender but he's also like a uh, like a a really good food guy and he's a talented musician himself, but he never really like chased it until later. And now he's done it. And I've since recorded and released the song for him, but cool. there's this, there's this main character that follows and it's played by me with like long Italian hair and like, no this and it's the bartender. And it's this guy who's kind of like caught in the cycle. Like we were talking about with people in their self perceptions of self doubt and kind of stagnancy. He's he's this lead role. And it's loosely based on what I observed from like my dad's experience uh, as the bartender and, and he how we change gears to go into these wacky uh very imaginative music videos for these songs which by the way the live special is playing throughout on the tv like in the bar in the background like so like oh, keeps cool. playing like one end to the end like from when it starts to when it ends the live special has been playing the whole time so we have like a bunch of easter eggs like this is a song made a song it's like one big fucking orchestrative song to me. This is a, a film made by stoners for stoners. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like, through and through. That, that's legit. Where is this going to be available? On the, all the streaming platforms. I'm trying to, you know, uh, I Working think it's awesome. going to, okay. yeah, it's going to be like in the works that way, but I think I might start some sort of like, private opportunity maybe patreon Mm -hmm. sounds good i'm going to do a premiere we're planning to do an actual live person in premiere here private casting crew premiere but i'm gonna like do it in a big theater and like want to see it on that big screen because it's also like a live show it's a live band show with like comedy sketches and shit throughout it and uh and then we want to do the film festival circuit with it and then, so actually it might not be this year, but that's going to be like very present in my year. Like it will mm-hmm. probably, cause it's finished. Like we've been working on it for three years. So now it's time for me, I, I'm the director of it. So it's time for me to take it on to this new life of film festivals and finding a home for it and try to get yeah. it on a, at least prime video. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least, know. you know, it's, it's been, a good venue, sure.
0: that's been a good venue for a lot of uh, indie filmmakers from what we've heard. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're yeah, very be receptive to, be to like all little... kinds
1: of art. Yeah, like because there's a very select audience that's like very open to new material like that, and like I think if I just like position it in, in there for them to enjoy it and give it a chance, I think that it would actually kind of hold a, a unique space. Like I'm a fan of Reggie Watts. Mm-hmm, so, yeah. Like you know, like right, like I love that, and like the mm-hmm. other guy, like Tom, is so fun. Like obviously, it's the it's kind of the art of improvising and working on your feet, but like what he did with his spatial, I I'm so inspired by that in the way that it's like live with like something that's like sort of planned, but obviously with mine, it's like a vivid fucking movie and it goes into a screenplay that warrants the next random song. So yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited, but I'll, I'll keep you updated with it.
0: Absolutely. that That's great. Like to be able to be in a space where you can like pop a link up, and say, you know, go here, you know, if you want to throw us a, th- a few dollars, you can, you know, watch, watch the production. And it seems like that's an easier way to kind of get it into the hands of the people who actually want to watch it these days.
1: You know, yeah, exactly. Of course, with the with the obvious benefit of those partnering with channels like film festivals or like, mm-hmm. of course, like large streaming services it like gives you that, you know, hopeful already audience that that's there uh but yeah for sure i think that there will be a, a strong reception to a very key audience <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's that's all i'm looking to do is find my like group you know like clerks did that you yeah, know like that yeah you, look we're coming with this today Exactly, and making a I pop think, up
2: yeah. in Orlando that I'm about to go to a movie. Oh, yeah, there you go. Dude. I was yeah, gonna dude. say,
0: yes. I thought you were talking about when he ran into me in uh, Seattle.
2: Oh, yeah, just Jesse was speechless when he ran into Kevin
0: Smith. <laughs> I, I, what, dude? I, I completely blank just pointed at him and said his name, and he was like, Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> I, I'm aware. Like. <laughs> Dude. That's I would do the same amazing. thing. I can't even lie. I would
2: do the same exact thing if Count I can even get dark. Kevin Smith out of my mouth. I'd be, <laughs>
0: <laughs> He'd
2: be like, oh, oh God, God, I'm really God. beat up. Put his headphones back on.
0: Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared.
1: Murderous Miners
2: brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? Until next time, don't be scared.
0: Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels.
2: I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts.
0: That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a Lawnmower 2.0 Razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts.
2: Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past.
0: Yeah, and with our 20% off code, plus free shipping, you're going to be saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there.
2: All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com, 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later.
0: You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout, enter code SLACKERS.
1: Get your ball swag here. Kevin Smith is such a badass, and he never smoked weed on the first uh, dude, Jane it, Silent Bob. How crazy and then is that, dude? You would thought he was a stoner weed. from fucking yeah. birth. Dude didn't I start know. smoking weed until
2: like late on in his life. <laughs>
1: I know, Amazing. and he's yeah. so much—he's so much like sharper with it, if you ask me. Yeah. Like just oh, he's, like he's looking introspective, and yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's like energetically
2: sharper. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, all of his movies wow. have gotten more intense since he started smoking weed. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's funny.
1: I love Florida, by the way. Uh, fucking Orlando, oh, yeah. was cool. I've I've done playlist live a couple times there
2: orlando is a whole different culture man like a lot of ethnicities live here um from many different countries especially a lot of caribbean countries the flavor of the food is wild like just everything dude i love it man i just i love talking to people when i run i'm like living my normal everyday life i'm just like talking to the most random people from all over it's fucking dude it's awesome i love blended Uh, places that's the most important me too miami grew up in a very white bland fucking non-spice (laughs) fucking town yeah <laughs> and we both live in very fucking like diverse places now it's mm-hmm. like just you get to experience life that way you know you get to gotta out have, your, have the latins mindset. dude latins they, yeah. they add the special yeah. spice oh dude hell yeah i'm a firm believer of that dude i uh yeah. the food alone hooked me when i was younger so the food and, too is good yeah then, mm. then then you meet dude i've worked for many like spanish people like and just like learning their cultures little by little as an outsider it just like dope me into the romance of it
0: it's always weird when you I, move to a new place, and like it, you kind of have to absorb it piece by piece. And and because once you first get there, it's just kind of like, oh, everything's uh, fucking new and shiny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally,
1: totally, man. I mean, you, yeah, totally. you looked around.
0: You said, so I'm sure. I'm sure going to yep. LA the first time was fucking oh, dude. different world. Dude,
1: going to coming to Toronto the first time was like fucking crazy. I grew up in Vancouver, which is like a big ish city. Mm-hmm. It's enough of a big city for it to be called a big city, but it's like not really a big city, huh. you know, mm-hmm. meaning like there's there's not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to fall into that. But uh yes, <laughs> I moved around quite a bit. Uh L.A. was also fucking great. L.A. is huge. You, you kind of must drive or get Ubers. Yep. But yep. I walk a lot like i walk all the way from beverly hills to like across hollywood like i i walk I like crazy amounts yeah it's really i mean Jesse running. walked the whole
2: fucking strip of las vegas one time <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah i had to La- get vegas. through the hood through the hood
1: <laughs> how many strip clubs did you stop at
2: none actually we were yeah, good no. boys we were good boys <laughs> we had our girlfriends with us in all the fence we couldn't just like you know dip off right right they weren't right, down right, with right, the right, uh right. the elements
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you went to vegas with the girls what a cute trip oh dude i'm,
0: I'm more up, of a dude. gambler I he can, is.
1: he's a fucking gambler this guy he is
0: I, that's where i get my kicks i don't dude, need to see i don't need to see nothing naked what i want to see is fucking dude. jackpot flashing up on the goddamn screen <laughs> dude and naked's everywhere i guess bro <laughs> you don't need to even
2: pay to see nakedness in vegas dude come on
0: it yeah you just walk with the, the trip.
1: flashing lights <laughs> Oh my God, that's funny as fuck.
0: It's been a while. I've been wanting to go back to Vegas, actually. I follow a couple of YouTubers out of there and they're always like walking the strip and showing how kind of empty it is now. And so there's still some people going there, it looks like, but it's Mm. nothing like, you know.
1: The world traveling It's interesting. (laughs) It's interesting what's happened.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) It's interesting how everything is now. And uh, those places, like almost those... Those meccas, mm. those like very human tribal rooted, dude. I live gatherings. next to Disneyland, <laughs> Disney World, yeah, Disney so World, literally, sorry. yeah Disney you World. get it. But dude. like gatherings, like gathering places so, so are, bad. are have I don't think that we've lost our like need or want for them, but like it's definitely an interesting conversation about how we can carry on without them, mm. or if people are becoming accustomed to a new reality too quickly. That's like hard to turn back from. I don't know. We'll see. Probably not. I hope everyone will just be cool and just wear masks I guess. Like I'm not like a. am not worried. I, I believe it's more quantum than anything. Fear is the fear is the virus mofos. So
2: <laughs> there's a lot of that going on too. I mean, my long term worry I guess is like that people are going to be so untrustworthy of each other just from the, the pandemic point. Like it's like mm-hmm. carrying it like it's just like I feel like there's like a separation happening amongst this pandemic as well. Do you see of,
1: people? Do you see are you seeing friends and stuff or well I live in Florida, so we're open oh. state, but I mean I,
2: I, my my family's in like New York and stuff, like and friends are mm-hmm. in New York and like they're living in a shutdown world still. Like, you know, everything's still like basically shut down for sure. the most part, Toronto's
1: so. been on on lockdown, yeah.
2: Yeah, see, yeah, like, California
0: as well.
1: And I
2: like yeah. the separation there, I feel like people are just gonna be like there's gonna coming out of it, I feel like there's still gonna be a disconnect, if that makes sense.
0: I feel like people are just fucking waiting to do stuff though. Everyone, yeah, I, talk, I feel like they're going to do stuff, but it's not yeah. with the.
2: They're like, I don't want to be around the people. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's still I've like, always
0: hated everyone, but I know that you doesn't have. stop me from fucking going to concerts. I go to raves. And <laughs> well, that's, fucking... dude, I'm
1: I'm real. I'm really fucking down with like the space just we give me. each other now. No man, I like the space that space that we give yeah. each other. That yeah. should yeah. stick. Should <laughs> yeah, let's and keep that. Everyone, wash your hands some more. Always, we all learn that. Bravo. If you're sick, you know, throw mask on. I'm cool with that. Yes. It's not bad. Yeah, culture has been carrying that forever. Sick, mm-hmm. Shit, like I don't think everyone needs to wear a mask all the time. Like it's very like I don't like it because I'm a believer of the breath. <laughs> yeah, I have only seen people solve problems while having a good breath control or like mm. a good breathing pattern because that's just like a fucking concoction for explosions when oh, people yeah. don't breathe properly and oh, then yeah, add the that compounds anxiety and yeah, yeah. absolutely it's almost yeah. like it sounds so fucking brutal to say but it's almost like the virus was like this consciousness sweep of like survival of the fittest like it was like another ice age but it was like an intellectual bacteria that did it it was like you have bad choices you're not taking care of your health you're 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 old, like it's fucked up and brutal but Mm. so is nature sometimes and a fucking tsunami happens and it like cut out all those things and it's like no more fucking around with your health okay we're waking up here like we're having awareness (laughs) If if it
0: did come from you know, uh, like unsanitary conditions and meat markets and stuff like that, then hell, that could be a bitch slap coming back from Mother Nature, being like, "Why the fuck are you letting chickens shoot on shit on wombats and then eating them?" Like, be smarter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or or like fucking respect your environment, you know, to a certain Mm -hmm. extent, or it's gonna fucking kill you.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we're so willy nilly with killing animals and letting it go to waste. I mean, for realistically in the food
1: market. So I mean, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, in fact, yeah. Farming in Mother the Nature's US friend, and- for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, regardless of like, I feel how what happened, I feel what has happened. It has brought us to a place of like greater humility together, too, of humbleness, of like, mm. yo, this shit could be over just because you didn't wash your hands. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not yeah. even like you went out in a bloody, gory gunfight. You didn't get robbed, kidnapped, anything. Mm. It's like, you got sneezed on like that's how like you know like it's like well, that's just always a little been, bit nicer that's this always been be the scary then.
0: the scary part of a horror movie right is the killers inside the house it's not a meteor coming <laughs> from outer space it's, yeah it, it's that tiny that tiny thing you didn't think of that's gonna get you
1: Yep. yeah so i think i think moving forward there's gonna be just a lot more mindfulness and that's mm-hmm. why i feel really good about this one's owners with Wynn Is like we're actually kind of you know and having conversations with like you guys and like connecting with different people from all over that are just like taking a more self-aware approach to life i think it's important i think it's a part of evolution right now and for people to listen and dial in with this and like tune their frequency to like what we're saying in in terms of like raising our vibration or like getting a better grasp on things it's like it's a fucking wild time (laughs) it's a cool time it's a good time
0: to slow down a little yeah Yeah,
2: our life period is pretty packed with historical events, honestly, in general. So to have this right now as a cap is like, whoa, all right, all right. absolutely. Things are shifting just like this podcast, because we're about to shift into a fun little game that we have prepared for you, sir. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, we're talking to the freestyle guy. You thought we weren't going to do a little freestyle work on the show? Come on. We're going to put him to the test. This guy, we've heard your talent. We've heard you're talented from many people. Now we're gonna test that. All right. Okay. So we've got we brought a couple topics to the table, and we're gonna see how you uh how you deal with them as a freestyle. Perfect. All do, right.
0: Do do you want them all at once and you can choose? How do we want to do it, Matt? We've got
2: well, we've got five of them. Um, do you think you can handle five little mini freestyles or do you want to do them all in one? How would you like to do it, sir? You're the guest, you get to choose.
0: You can choose one or you two. You can choose a couple. Too. Hey,
2: it doesn't matter.
1: Say five things at me. Okay. And uh, allow me to make a song about it. Sweet. Okay. I like that. Okay.
0: okay. Jesse, you want to lead, lead the tops off? So we have a couple of uh, suggestions here for you in terms of topics to freestyle on. We threw a couple out, but we here's here's some fresh ones for you. So Rolling a Blunt, we're going to stick with that one. We also got stimulus checks. A little bit of stimmy bonus money from the government. Um, a Bad Day at the Beach. And Running into Tom Hanks.
1: Okay, hold on. It's so funny. Stimulus checks. Mm -hmm. Bad day at the beach. Yep. Oh my god, that's funny. What was the other one? Rolling a blunt
0: and running into Tom Hanks.
1: Rolling a blunt running into Tom Hanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Let's get it. I just got my stimulus check. I'm feeling stimulated. My nails are granulated. And I'm so glad I made it. I made some rent today. I got my stimulus check. 1,200 cross the state, 2,000 a month. When you up my way, it's like fuck. I saved more money than I made as a musician. Get it? Listen. So I take my ass to the beach for some rays. Hey, I pull up trying to find a parking space. Yeah, it's 2 p.m. I'm not glad I waited, hesitated, breaking, looking, checking my Robin Hood and saying I'm glad I traded all this money I got when I made my stimulus check. Pulling up, yes, shit, I'm having a bad day already. No parking space and I'm fed up, oh buddy, oh fuck, I can't wait to get my blunt already. Look it up as it's on the beast you got with me. I'm so glad that I'm stimulated. Oh no, man, and I'm glad to be, I have CC. Uh, I'm so glad I made a stimulus check, it came in and I'll take it, Uh I'm stimulated, Uh okay, already been a wild day, my emotions take a high grade like the weed I smoke and I'll wait while the Drug dealer rolls up. I've already paid him from an e-transfer. Yeah, but he hasn't fucking shown up as he stood at me up. Damn, these bastards. Ah, Can I claim that shit. Yeah, so they had to frame my whip as they go around, as they take up my space again. Yeah, they take those bucks. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Bad day at the beach and this sun is happening. Actually, damn, wait. Is that Tom Hanks? No way. What's up, brother? All handshake right now. I can't wait to lie down on my fucking towel. I put out right next to you on the South Beach as I cloud my blunt. I smoke, getting so cloudy. My stimulus check, I'm stimulated. My fingers, man, are granulated. I'm so glad I made it. I'm so grateful I'm in Canada. We got so much more than y'all did uh home. Hey yo, that's word. Did we know what a stimulus check is? It's CERB up here. Yes, sir. And that they did serve. And I hope that I serve the audience. Man, what a blur. Dude, dude, dude.
2: <laughs> fantastic! Clapping to you, sir.
1: That worked was amazing. All
2: in, dude. Worked fantastic. it all in. I was like, is he gonna forget? Maybe Tom Hanks or Oh no, no. God no. God yeah. no. That was everything fun. fit aesthetically pleasing. That fantastic, was fantastic. <laughs>
0: Thanks,
1: guys. Those showing the really
0: showing the Those talent. were
1: so fun. Those were so fun. Thank you so much for having like clever, cool things prepared, like <laughs> to build that crazy story. <laughs> we we're hoping it would work and it
2: worked out perfectly because of you, sir. You got a single oh, dude, out, of dude. It. Dude, hell yeah. It yeah. Yeah, I know. Dude. There's
1: a hook in there.
0: I gotta yeah. I gotta write that
1: down. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on the show,
0: man. Where can everyone find your stuff?
1: Well, I'm always hanging out on Instagram and uh, TikTok now on YouTube, but it's Eleven Music across the board, Twitter, anywhere that you can search Eleven Music. It's E L L E V A N Music. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff on my YouTube channel. I've been doing a lot of fun freestyle remixes that I just keep consistently putting out. I take suggestions if you write in my comments what beats you want to hear me remix. I just did an In Sync remix, so catch up with me on the socials thank you guys for having me it's fucking awesome
2: dude the pleasure was all Absolutely. ours man it was fucking a blast dude hell yeah um <laughs> real quick that. before we get out of here catch me mwg media on instagram maddie g from hp on twitch and xbox live come catch these mittens if you want to play with me because i'll do it dude i'll hate watch, them.
0: watch me and matt set up a heist in gta on twitch uh follow me at everything on landers the plane
2: hell yeah 11 dude again thank you so much bro it's been a blast bro. my pleasure it. we'll do so again, awesome. man uh, yeah.
1: i'll link you with my weed guides
2: <laughs> oh dude off there off there we'll talk about that off there oh my god off there that's that's a we'll bleep that or something until next time that's it there you go we're smoking america, america. we passing America. i'm mapping america america i'm second america we're talking america we're the america. We america this is fucking america we're america we're second america
1: Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker.
2: Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passage. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and act a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. Domino's bitch stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We're smoking America, America. we passing a I'm mapping America, I'm second America, America. We're talking America, America. We're blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We're second America. We're second America, America.